The reading this morning is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, beginning at verse 4. It can be found on page 1153 of the Church Bibles. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them in all men. Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom, to another the message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by that one Spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and to still another the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and he gives them to each one just as he determines. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks ever so much, Diana, for that reading. So here we are, taking another tool out of our toolbox in our sermon series on tools of the trade. And as Liz has already said, I'm going to be looking into uh, learning about the gift of healing. In case you don't know me, I'm Claire. I'm one of the ministers here, the associate minister. Our vicar Tom's away on holiday. We lost our other curate very sadly a couple of weeks ago when he moved off to be a vicar himself. And so you've just got me today. So I think we need some prayer. So let's start by praying together, shall we? Heavenly Father, thank you that you speak to us today. Thank you that you've already spoken to us, that you've already promised that you have a gift for each one of us this morning. Father, as we continue learning from you and sitting at your feet, may you stir up in us that passion, that compassion and that vision that you promised at the start of the service in the word that you sent to us this morning. So, Lord, would your Spirit, would your Holy Spirit come down right now, dwell upon each one of us, open our hearts and our minds and our bodies and our souls and our spirits to the great treasure that you have in store for us this morning. Amen. So as I said, we're looking at the latest gift in our, in our toolkit. We've looked at prayer, uh, we've looked at encouragement, we've looked at service, and now the gifts of healing. And today is going to be a classic case of lions led by a donkey. Okay? Now, in case you think you've had the, you're in this hideous nightmare, you fell asleep, and it's a year hence, and it's some kind of weird pet service full of dangerous, dodgy animals. We've had cows already, haven't we? Uh, uh, don't worry, that's not what's happened. Um, and let me also reassure you that you are the lions, and, and in this, I am the donkey. All right? So you can... Um, no, don't bray back at me. No, don't. Okay? And why am I saying that? Well, because um, I think God's got a sense of humor to 
allocate me to preach on the gift of healing. Um, I don't think or didn't think that I have the gift of healing and I'm certainly no expert on healing as a supernatural gift and so therefore I consider myself to be a bit of a donkey in it. So um, confession time, I have totally and shamelessly pillaged the main teaching, apart from the Bible teaching, for my sermon from books by Francis McNutt, who some of you may have come across, who is an absolute uh, godly man, uh, an expert on the subject of healing, and uh, a Catholic, but we don't hold that against him, and uh, although the books are a little bit elderly now, they are really, really well worth a read if you want to go into it deeply. So, pillaged and with thanks, um, so nobody have a go at me about plagiarism because yes I did all right (laughs) so I'm in the same place as many of you and if some of you were thinking yeah gift of healing that's not for me at all I'll just have a nice snooze for 15 or 20 minutes uh, while this while she's rabbiting on please don't because have I got news for you I think from my studies into this that this gift is a gift for everyone Do you remember at the beginning of the reading, uh, which Diana read to us from the book of Corinthians, um, it said something about, I haven't got it in front of me and it only struck me this morning, all the gifts for all the people, all the people, not some of us. Okay, so I hope by the time I finish sharing my thoughts, you'll go away thinking, yes, I have this gift too. But before I dig a little bit more deeply into the passage, I just need to digress a little bit because not only we've got cows, lions, donkeys, and I've just mentioned rabbits, there's also might be a rather large elephant in the room as well. It's getting very crowded here. Um, What might that elephant be? Well, the question is, does God heal today? Some of you could be sitting there saying, yeah, that was absolutely fine for the Bible times, but does he heal today? Well, let's have a look. The first thing is to remember is that it is actually God's very... You're a bit ahead of me, uh, Derek. Can you go back, please, to the heading, God's nature is to heal. Yeah. Back one more. There we go. Thank you. It's telling me I'm running over already. (laughs) So God's very nature being to heal, and it's an integral part of who he is. Go back one more slide. To the book, the the passage from Exodus, I'll read it to you. Just after God brings the Israelites out of Egypt, he says this. Don't look at the screen till he's sorted. I managed to sort it. He says, I am the Lord who heals you. I am the Lord who heals you. It is the present tense, okay? The present tense. It's I am and it's the, the Lord who heals, okay? It's current and it's ongoing. Then in Psalm 103, the psalmist writes, Praise the Lord, O my soul, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Okay, God who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Now how easy some of us find it to accept that God will forgive our sins through Jesus' death on the cross. And yet we forget or overlook the second half of that. The second half of the package is that God heals all our diseases. That's part of what Jesus did on the cross, okay? God forgives all our sins and he heals all our diseases. Why the one, not the other? Because healing is an integral part of who God is. Now I'm getting on to the bit about healing being central to the gospel of Jesus, okay? And it's, this is the bit from Matthew. Okay, Matthew 4, 
Matthew writes that Jesus went throughout Galilee teaching, preaching and healing every disease and sickness among the people. Okay? And then in Luke 4, Luke writes, The people brought to Jesus all who had various kinds of illness and laying hands on each one, he healed them. Okay, and as Louisa shared with us, uh, that was uh, the story of the blind man and healed with spit. Half of the material in the first eight chapters of the Gospel of Mark is devoted to accounts of Jesus healing the sick. Half in the first eight chapters in the Gospel of Mark. Healing is central to the Gospels of good news about what Jesus did. So God's very nature is to heal. Healing is central to the gospel of Jesus. And my final point is that God does heal today. God is unchangeable. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. So what's true about the nature of God then must be true about the nature of God now. So I hope you're convinced that it is God's nature to heal, that healing is central to the Gospels, and that God still heals today. And it's not just in the Bible. Experience shows us that God uses the prayers of people to bring about healing. I've got some examples from the Healing on the Streets team. This is a team of folk who go out from the Camberley churches onto Park Street every Saturday afternoon, offering to pray for anybody who walks past, just random people, offering to pray for healing for them. This is what uh, one of the examples that, uh, that we uh, had a, a couple of years back, actually. A man asked for prayer for his ongoing back issues, and he'd had multiple operations over the years. During the prayer, he asked that the team removed the heat pads from his back. And when the team said we hadn't applied any heat pads to his back, he stood up and he was subsequently able to touch his toes. And that morning, he hadn't even been able to put his own socks on because he was in such pain. And he actually took the trouble to return on two other occasions to tell the team that the healing he had experienced had remained So an instant healing and it had stayed with him. So God heals in special, even miraculous in that case, ways uh, today. And of course, of course, he also heals through his God-given medicine and surgery and the doctors and the nurses who operate in that field because he is the creator God and he created all that medicine and surgery is based upon. So God heals today and we can experience that too. So now let's go back into that reading from 1 Corinthians, and it's on page 1153. And I wonder how many of you noticed, and it is on the screen there at the moment, that Paul refers to the gifts of healing. It was plural. It is plural. Literally, that should translate as actually gifts of healings, because the Greek word in this passage is ayama, and that's a plural word. Healings, gifts of healings. So what's that all about? Well, there's a couple of ways of looking at this. And one is that the double plural suggests healings of different kinds of illnesses in different kinds of ways. The different ways that God brings about that healing. So it could be different illnesses, different ways that God heals. Or it could mean, perhaps, that it is the one who's being healed that receives the gifts. So multiple healings, multiple gifts. 
Lots of people prayed for, plural nature of the gift. But either way you choose to look at it, and it doesn't matter really, there's different, you know, different understandings on both sides there. Either way, healing is in the hands of God. And God is the one who knows how and when he will heal. Isn't that a relief? Don't you think? It's not about us. It's about God. All we've got to do is pray for the healing. Now, of course, the passage links healing to other kind of supernatural spiritual gifts, gifts like miracles, gifts like words of knowledge, where someone speaks something into a situation which they couldn't possibly have known by human means, only could have heard of it from the Holy Spirit. Healings can be miraculous with no human explanation at all. But it's not about us. We just have to pray. Brilliant. I can go for that. And the other thing to remember that this passage brings out is that Paul gives these gifts for the benefit of the community, to, to build up the community by the Holy Spirit. And as I've already mentioned, he says, we all have a gift of some sort, all of us. And that's what this sermon's all about. It's about helping us to recognize what are the gifts that we all have that can build up not just our church community, but the wider community out there. We've already heard from Russ and Simon about how we can encourage people and we can all do that. We can help people, and Simon said that last week. We can all do that. None of us have the gift of unhelpfulness. We all have the gift of being helpful through the gift of service. And actually, although today's gift appears to be a bit of a supernatural gift, what I'm saying to you is this, that we all have the gift of healing. We all do, whether you thought you did when you walked through the door this morning or not. We all have it to some degree. Well, how do I say that? Well, first of all, obviously, as I've already said, it's God who heals, not us. And as Christians, God's in us and his love's in us. So when we ask to God to heal, he might well show his healing power through us. Every Christian has the potential within them for healing. And all of us should pray for one another when someone is sick. Okay then, so why should anyone ask for a special gift of healing then if we've all got it? Well, experience shows us that some in fact do have a particular special gift of healing. Just as some are better, than pre- are better preachers than others. All of you could come up here and talk, couldn't you? But not all of you, I dare to suggest, would be worth listening to. Okay? <laughs> And none of you are to say, and neither are you. (laughs) Okay, please, (laughs) be gracious. But we have lots of gifted preachers in this church, don't we? We have Tom, we have Tim, we have Simon, Jeff, Liz, uh, and others who are up here and preach. But all of us can speak. And what about a sporting example then? Anyone's got the potential to kick a football, apart from the England team, uh, or hit a, hit a tennis ball, haven't they? But not, not all of us quite clearly reach the standard that the elite Premier League footballers do, or Andy Murray, please God, winning Wimbledon this afternoon. No bias, okay? So likewise, all of us can pray for healing, but not all of us have a particular special gifting for it, or the spiritual authority that some people seem to have. But it is just a question of degree, okay? Some of the Healing on the Streets team seem to have special success 
when they pray. I can think, immediately think of one couple and two or three individuals who when the reports come back, there always seems to be lots going on for them. But others on the team, self-included, nothing much seems to happen on the day. Uh, but we go out there and pray anyway. And by the way, I'm mentioning healing on the streets a lot. And if you just sense that God's nudging you to find out more about doing healing on the streets, do come and have a word with me or Liz or Simon who shared God's word to us at the start of the service because it would be wonderful to have more people out there to pray on Park Street. So it's more or less rather than all or nothing, okay, in the, in the sense of the gifts of healing. So if we ask to receive the gifts, what we're actually asking is for Jesus to increase the potential that each one of us have got inside us from God and through his love. So how can we develop our gifts of healing? Well, take the first step. Hit the first ball, maybe, if you like. Start to pray for the sick, your friends, your family. You don't have to be super spiritual, You don't have to be super holy. You don't have to know the right words. God heals because he cares for the sick. Not because he wants to build up the one who's doing the praying. Although it's very nice when we do see an answer from God. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about wanting to be a better servant. To serve the community. To see people healed. It's God's gift to the one being prayed for. And by the way, if you ask for the gift, it could also be for certain kinds of sickness. Um, If you've been through something, it seems quite common that God will use you to pray for others who have the same issue. So if you've been healed of cancer, God might use you to pray for those with cancer. If you've been healed of an addiction, God might use you to heal those who have addictions. In 2 Corinthians um, chapter 1, it says this, The God of all comfort comforts us in our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. So you might be used particularly for things that you've been through, which is very exciting because it gives a purpose to what you've been going through. So how do you know if you have that special gift for healings? Well, you'll never know if you don't try, actually. It's as simple as that. It's like if you were given a gift and then you just didn't bother to unwrap it. You thought, oh yeah, very nice, thank you very much. Put that on one side, not going to open it to see what's in. You might never know unless you actually give it a go. Maybe sometimes when you pray, you'll feel something physical going on. Some people sense a heat, like the gentleman in the report from Healing on the Streets I mentioned who thought there was heat going on. You might feel the heat as the one doing the praying or the person being prayed for might feel heat. Or there might be some tingling or sometimes hands tremble slightly. But those are just pointers. They're not, you know, they don't have to happen and they very often don't happen. But sometimes it is just a little sign that something special is going on from God. But don't put too much weight on those sorts of things and expectation of those happening. Just pray, actually. There's no set method. No set method to it. There's no like do the A, B and C and healing will happen. It doesn't happen like that. Do you remember Louisa saying about how Jesus healed for people? Spit, no spit, mud, no mud, touch, no touch. Sometimes he just said your sins are forgiven. It didn't even mention what he was praying, the healing thing. Uh, no set method. Sometimes healing instantaneous. In the story that Louisa shared with us, there was sort of two steps. It doesn't, it doesn't have a particular set pattern. 
And don't be discouraged if nothing seems to happen. Because again, our experience is that often healing is gradual. And here's another two reports from the Healing on the Streets team. This is one. A man stopped to say that the team had prayed for healing for his mother three months earlier. The doctor had just told her she no longer needed the planned operation on her foot after three months following on from the prayer. Another one slightly more quickly. A lady with walking sticks shared around how she was feeling it difficult to get about. Following prayer, there didn't seem to be any difference in her mobility or pain. But later, she returned to tell us that the pain reduced to zero as she walked around the shops after the prayer. So sometimes, even though nothing seems to happen, it happens later. And of course, there'll be people who go away and never tell you what happened afterwards. So you might never know. Just leave it with God. So I hope I've persuaded you this morning that something seemingly supernatural, uh, when you first read the passage or heard it read to you, is actually something that we all have in some degree, and we can all pray for healing. And I hope you're sitting there thinking, yeah, okay, I can do that. It's about God. It's not about me. Right, I can ask to pray for healing, even if you've never done it before. So, scary time now. We're going to get practical. We're going to have a go. All right, but I'm, don't worry, I'm not putting anybody on the spot with this one. Okay, but we are going to pray in, in small groups of three or four maybe in a moment. But there are some ground rules when you're praying with somebody. If you, uh, w- when you're in your little group, I shall ask you uh, to, to take turns to just share something that you need prayer for, uh, for yourself or for somebody you know. Share that briefly, because we won't give very long for this. Don't go on about all the great background. Just keep it short, a sentence or two. In your groups, they are totally confidential. Please don't go chatting around about what anyone shares to you in this group. That's an absolute cardinal rule when you pray for somebody. It's completely confidential. Sometimes touch is reassuring. So you might want to ask the person being prayed for, if they mind, if you put your hand on their shoulder, because shoulders are a safe place to touch somebody. You don't have to touch them. okay? And don't use long words, and don't make long prayers. So I'm going to put a simple prayer on the screen that you can use to pray for others around you. Now, if you're really uncomfortable with this very idea, and that's fine, then don't worry. Um, There's nothing wrong with silence. If you just want to sit quietly using the prayer on the screen to think of the person you want to pray for and pray it quietly, that's absolutely fine too. But if you're confident to pray aloud, I really encourage you to do that. So after I've prayed, in a sec now, we're going to get into small groups, three or four, and then uh, give you about four or five minutes just to briefly share and then pray in turn for one another. And then Liz will continue with a time of more general prayers for healing. So if we could pop uh, the prayer on the screen, that's the prayer that you're going to pray. So I'll just give you a moment to look at that. don't have to use it, but if it helps you, you can. And then I'll pray, and then we'll get into groups. Okay. So Heavenly Father... We have just learned that all of us have the gifts of healing. All of us have gifts of healings. Because it's not about us, it's about you. 
And you are the same yesterday, today and forever. And your compassionate wish is for us to be healed and made whole. Lord, we don't know how that will happen. We don't know when healing will happen. But we trust in you, our Lord and Saviour. So, Lord, teach us now to pray. Amen. So if you'd just like to turn to those around you in small groups, threes, four, and continue on.